Meow. Woof. Nay. Hello. Welcome to Animal Messages from Healing Your Animal with host Vicki Draper, author, certified healer, and animal communicator, sharing what animals want you to know. Episode 34, Love and Animal Rescue. All right. Hi and welcome. This is Ariel Hubbard and Vicki Draper. Here to share about love. This is the month of love for you and your animals. And we have some wonderful rescue stories that um, we're going to start out with Ariel on this uh, here because she has a very recent story. (laughs) And so we are delighted for our monthly connection and empowering you and your animals with this month, having more love. So only having more love and so, getting you reunited with your love if they get lost. Exactly. So Ariel, tell them how they can reach you. Oh, you're so great. Thanks, Vicki. So my name is Ariel Hubbard. I've been an energy healer um, and a massage therapist for a really long time. Energy work. This is my, I think this is my 33rd year massage, my 28th year. So you can reach me at, uh, you can text me 971 319 2618. That's 971 319 2618. That's the quick way to reach me. You can go on to arielhubbard.com. That's Ariel like the little mermaid, Hubbard like old mother Hubbard.com. And um, Vicki, I know you have you have a website too. What's your website, Vicki? So people it can reach is it's healingyouranimal.com. That's H-E-A-L-I-N-G-Y-O-U-R-A-N-I-M-A-L.com. And yes, I've been doing um animal massage for over what, 22 years. So, uh, and healing and communicating. So between Ariel and myself, we bring you lots of years of experience. And the reason why we're saying we're how to reach us first is because we always forget to do that. We do this talk once a month. It's 10 o'clock, usually on the first Thursday of the month. And we always forget to do that. And um, you're going to hear some incredible things. And in case you're feeling inspired and you want to reach us um, for some support or some help or to get one of Vicki's amazing products, which I used. <laughs> so that's how you can reach us. So I'm minding my business on a Sunday evening. It's pouring down rain. It's dark. It's cold. And all of a sudden there's this black lab puppy that's standing on its hind legs, looking at me through my back window to scare the heck out of me. <laughs> and then I ran out. And, you know, it had gone. So I ran out the front and I whistled and the dog came to me. And then I grabbed her by the collar and I pulled her into my garage because she's obviously a runaway, right? And so when I was a child, I had dogs, but I haven't had pets since. So it's been a long time. I yelled for my 12-year-old son to come and help me. And uh, we had a three-hour journey. (laughs) And that's what it was because this dog was scared. She was jumping. She was freaking out. You know, she was upset. I could feel it, but she was a sweetie. And I could tell, she's like, help me, help me. I could feel it, help me. So the first thing I did was I grabbed Vicky's spray. This is environmental oneness. Now, Vicky has a whole bunch of different sprays that she uses for emotional healing for animals in her practice. And they're all incredible. This is the one I had that she'd given me. And I sprayed this in the doggy's auric field to help the dog calm down. It totally worked. 
And she started calming down within five minutes. And then I called Vicki and I'm like, what do I do? And Vicki gave me some ideas. So um, for all of you animal owners out there or people thinking about getting pets, a cautionary tale. There's this, um, you know, those dog tags that they have. There's a service, I think it's called reunite.com. I think it is. Um, you need to make sure those numbers are readable because I called a number, but the number was not legible. It was smudged. And I tried six different times. They could not find this dog. You also need to make sure your address is up to date. So the people, they just moved this to this neighborhood. Their dog was tagged in South Carolina, I think it was, or North Carolina, one of the Carolinas. So they could not find this animal. So I'm like, great, now what do I do? So my son is fiercely looking up like what to feed dogs, especially if you don't have dogs, you don't have dog food at your house, right? So what are you gonna feed them? He's getting water for them. We're getting blankets, we're getting, and he's starting to pet her and he's a little scared of her, but he, he pets her anyway. And so, we called, uh, the Reunite people told us to call animal control. We called them because um, they have a reader. So they said the dog was chipped. So they have a reader that they can read. So you can get the address for the animal and the parents um, off of the reader. And then the animal control guy said, well, you should try. You can try three things. You can either take her to this one vet. You could either... Uh, so we're talking about pet rescue, just so you guys know, if you're tuning in, we're talking about pet rescue, just in case you're just joining us. So we're talking about the choices that we have. You could, you could take your vet, but vets are crazy right now because of all the things that are going on. A lot of people are waiting hours and hours just to get care. Or he said, you could go to social media and talk about the dog, or you could, um, wait and I can come tomorrow and read the chip. Right. And that was an option. Right. So. I said, okay, my son's like, we'll do options two and three. <laughs> he was so cute. He's making the decisions. So I started putting word out. I reached out to my neighborhood Facebook page. Then I reached out to another neighborhood Facebook page. And then um, I started getting advice from people. Okay. People love to give advice on Facebook, which is, can be really helpful um, unless you've already tried all the things they said. And then it's like, well, okay. But they, um, they said, they gave me other sites to try. And you guys should be aware that some of these sites are, are trying to get you to pay money to print out pet posters. It's weird. Like they say they're free and then they'll try to get you to spend $80 on pet posters. It's really weird. Or they'll try to get you to buy a membership or something. So I didn't fall for that, but I did get the site out to the information out to about five or six different sites. And over a period of about two hours, finally somebody that I was Facebook friends, their kid recognized, um, knew that one of their friends had lost their dog and that's how they connected us. Ironically, they were in the same neighborhood, just a couple blocks away. But here's the thing, um, the keeping the animal calm, that's really a big deal. So something, a spray like this for your own animals and Vicki helps people, um, help their animals when they're having an emotionally hard time. She's a whole variety of different wonderful medicines. I, I, I call the medicines that that technically shouldn't be the term probably sprays, right. To help the animals address different emotions. But that family was so, so happy and so relieved to have that, that dog reunited. They were like practically crying. I know they were incredibly upset. I had some people suggest that I keep the dog. <laughs> 
So I don't know about you, but ethics are important to me. <laughs> it's clear if she's wearing tags, she has a name and she's been chipped that she belongs to somebody. And I said, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to keep someone's animal. That's not fair. They love that animal. They're worried sick and they want that animal back. And so um, they were so, so happy when and she was reunited. Of course, my kid is making jokes about keeping her. He wanted to keep her, you know, I'm thinking, yeah, for what? The first week you'll take care of her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but after that, I was exhausted. I mean, animal care is a lot of work. It it's is. a big responsibility. And so, so yeah. So anyway, that's my story in a nutshell. But um, Vicki, any suggestions or any feedback that you could give for people who might be in this situation? Well, you've covered it really well. Just make sure things are up to date because um, I had the same thing happen that I found these two dogs. I was driving and these two dogs were loose and you could tell what the they were leashes. Loose. They were loose. They had their leashes, but there was nobody in sight looking for them. So I drove, you know, oh, I, yeah. I got them, stopped and got them. And then where I found them, I drove, you know, up and down to see if somebody was looking for them and didn't see anybody. So, and then their tags weren't up to date because they had just moved. And so they, they'd spent the night with me. Um, but with the good news is we did end up, you know, finally after phone calls and this and that, because uh, at that time, the out of state, they weren't linked. There wasn't a national, oh. you know, connection. And so they were from one of the Carolinas. Um, and so... So yeah, and it, and so they were just so grateful because in this case it was a woman in a wheelchair who didn't wasn't really strong and the dogs were just big dogs and overpowering and they just got oh away. my gosh and so they were just so distraught and so um, my daughter uh, you know she helped me and then when we got them back they were just so grateful um, absolutely and so it's an ordeal for the people and it's an ordeal for the dogs. Like you said, they're scared, they're, they're nervous, they're out of the place, they don't know what to do. Um, yeah, so, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming when you had them, you gave them treatment or some kind of treatment while you had them. I gave that dog um, some canine massage and some Reiki because I have training in that. So I did do that just to help her calm down. Well, absolutely. Uh -huh. That's where these dogs finding you and finding me were lucky that we could do those do that, right because absolutely I was doing massage and calming and um so the good news is so if there's anyone that would like to learn some of these techniques um yes. I have a pet chakra balancing class coming up over zoom starting March 1st and um you're going to learn if you have any rescue animal this is a game changer for you to learn these techniques. And so then, yeah, if you have a dog that's prone to getting out and you go through this stress, that's another way. It'll help minimize that. Actually, um, actually one dog would always bolt when the door was open. And oh, yeah. <laughs> after, after the work, stays calmly in the house you know oh, really so, so wow. yeah so we can you can really make a life and death difference um, yes correct that dog that had bolted had already been hit by a car twice oh my gosh and so the, the you know so they were living on just nerves because they were afraid the next time 
easy, but then they wouldn't be so lucky, um, you know? And so we got that totally turned around, got her calmer. She didn't have any, you know, we settled why she was bolting. Uh, and so uh, good outcomes can, can really have wow. transitions and transformations. So if you have a really nervous, anxious dog, this pet chakra class is really uh, a good one. Oh, that's, it, that's it, a helps a lot of, it helps a lot of different behaviors, but that's a big one. What? What's, I mean, when I was a kid, we had this, this German shepherd who used to get out and she used to run around for like 10 hours and she would never come back until she, I guess she got hungry. I was, I would chase her for hours and it was so, I was so mad at her and I'm like, boy, I wish I had you back then. That would be cool. Oh my God. Like why do, do you know why the dogs do that? Do you, do you have insight about that? Like why they bolt like that? Well, they just get scared. And so that their root chakra, there's something out of balance and that their fight or flight and they just, yeah. Um, And so growing up, we had Ben, the German shepherd is a neighbor's (laughs) dog that in a storm would come over to our house and he's rearing up on the door. And so we'd let him in because he was so scared. And then as a child, you know, I was doing this naturally. (laughs) That's so funny. So what would happen? Would you just take care of him? Oh, we take care of him. Then when the storm passed, he'd get out and go back home. And <laughs> <laughs> maybe he just liked your energy. Maybe yeah. he already knew. He, well, he, knew did. You were a healer. <laughs> he already knew you were a healer. He's like, I like some of her energy. She's nice. I like her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my gosh. Well, it's, and so like you said, though, this is a trauma. I mean, I would, because when you're that upset, because your animals are like your children and when they're missing, I mean, it's yes. serious. And so um, Ariel can support you with you know, helping you heal and clear that trauma for you. And then I help heal and clear the trauma for the animal. Yes. And so that we really smooth over that incident. And um, because it impacts the animals like it does us, but in a little different way. I mean, animals, they store it in their cells and then they'll just react from that. And then we want to clear it. Otherwise they'll keep reacting. They'll keep reacting. And then people, you know, we, we do a little different layer, but it's still clearing that needs to happen. And um, for sure. Yeah. It, I mean, so it still it, impacts going forward. You know, I mean, if you just, if anybody's been on Facebook in the last couple of years, they'll see the outpouring of grief when someone's pet dies. People don't usually talk about when the pet gets out unless they're in the middle of trying to find the pet. But that that is a stressful event, like you said, and it really pushes people's buttons and it throws them off energetically and they need to get rebalanced and recalibrated. So like you said, I can help people with that piece and then Vicki can help the animal with the, you know, their process and their healing process. Yeah. And so that's really important. Yeah. And Vicki helped me because she sent some distance energy. Vicki can work at a distance everybody. So she sent some energy to that dog. That's why I called her because I was trying to get the dog to calm down. So, and Vicki does do emergency calls sometimes. Like I've, I've heard her many times talk about her emergency sessions that she's doing to help her, her clients out. Um, so, I mean, if it happens where you need help, you, you know, and you're one of her clients, 
she is extremely helpful for that. She's really does a great job. So just wanted to mention that it's huge. And then Vicki, you're also branching out. You're working with horses too, as well as dogs and cats, right? Yes. Oh yes. I, uh, I've been licensed with horses since the beginning as well. And I worked a lot with them until I had uh, some car incidents that whiplash just made it ergonomically not possible to, you know, to work with them as much, but I'm totally healed. And, uh, no, so I should say you're not branching out, you're re, re, rebranching out. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're coming back, they're coming back into my life because apparently I'm supposed to help them. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, so I've been doing zoom, uh, connections with the horses or distance sessions for sure, especially with COVID. And, yes. um, and then locally, yes, I can go to the barns, but, uh, the distance works and it's, amazing and the horses have uh, lots of the emotional stresses and things that that they and grief and uh, stuff issues to support and even physical the physical issues too oh Um, yeah and so yeah and the the horses uh I love all animals. I mean, they're just always a special connection. And um, when I was pregnant with my daughter, Miranda, that's when I was doing my uh, massage licensing for uh, horses. And there was this one mare that would put her nose, I guess it's the nuzzle is the correct term, anatomical term, (laughs) but the nuzzle right in my belly because she knew, you know, so endearing. Um, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Mur. <laughs> <laughs> she was, she was snug in your baby. Oh, so exactly. <laughs> oh my God. That's so cute. You know, so, I mean, it's the month of love. It's the time for us to like share love with our, our friends and our loved ones, including our pets. Right. And, and to yes. take care of them and snug on them and hold them and, <laughs> Yeah. And so uh, I want to share a tip that people don't think about. So when you are preparing your pet's food, prepare it with love. Because if you're angry, even if you're not angry at your pets and you're feeding them, you're you're putting all that energy into their food. So you really want to be conscious and you know, prepare it with love and uh, that will make a difference. So Vicki is not the only one who talks about this. So there's a spiritual master that I've been um, seeing for um, almost 30 years. And there are stories where, you know, people would prepare food or drink for her. And she'll say, did you change your mantra while you were preparing this? Because she could feel the energy of their thought forms in whatever she was drinking or eating, the things they were thinking were going into what she was imbibing. Yes. So yes. Um, that is a real thing, guys. Vicky's not just making that up. <laughs> Other people talk about it too. <laughs> so it's real. And so when you're, you know, you're cooking for your peoples or you're prepping the food for your animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Think loving thoughts. That's why when I teach my Reiki students, 
I teach them Reiki symbols to clear their food when they're, when the food's prepared by somebody else, because they don't know what that person was thinking or feeling when they were prepping their food. Absolutely. So if you're doing that for your, your animals or, you know, anyone else in your household, the love is really important. All kinds of people talk about that. I have a, oh, Italian they, chef friend. I just, I just know I do. It's right. Important. But I have an Italian chef friend. She's like, good. She, he, he, and she's like, make, you know, prepare the food with love. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people know about this. Well, I knew it for people, but I haven't right, heard but they don't think about, about it for animals. animals. Right. I know. I'm so, this is such a great tip. That's such a great tip. Yeah. So the other thing is the chipping thing. Um, I don't know how people feel about chipping. How, what do you think about chipping? I think it, I mean, that's the only way some of these people are going to get their animals back when they get out. Exactly. I think it's a great idea for that reason. And because, because collars can get loose and come off, people can take them off, Uh, you know, and all vets know when, you know, if it's a stray animal, if they bring them in, lost animal, the first thing they do is scan to see if they're chipped. Yes. Do they, are the chips in their ears? I can't remember. Or is it? No, it's kind of in their back of their hand. Okay. I, I think it's like fantastic. I mean, what a great technology because some of these animals, they travel miles and miles. And, and you guys probably see movies where the dog like went like five states, like the family had moved and they went five across five states and all this stuff. So, I mean, it's one of those things where if you find a, if you find a stray, you can take them to a vet or you could call animal control and have them get the chip scanned so they can find their parents. That's what I call them. There's their guardians. Or, um, I mean, I think it's a great way to reconnect because that's so, so important. My gosh. And above all, you don't want to keep somebody's dog. Like, <laughs> it's just no, not- no, no matter how cute or lovely. I know. And they're adorable. And it's like, well, go adopt your own. And, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> they, fortunately, that was a, a, that lab was, she liked women and she liked children. I could tell that she liked us very much and she was a sweet dog. So she was friendly. So that was a good thing. It yeah. Yeah. Really because, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's important. Yeah. <laughs> um, what can I ask you um, a couple things you would recommend if somebody's approaching a dog, they don't know. Because some of the people who might be listening may not have pets. Like I, I was always told, like get down low a little bit, like not full standing up, but come down a little bit, put your hand underneath their their mouth a little bit. Yeah, you don't want to approach this way because that's a threatening. And so you yes, do this, and then oh, you oh, also yeah. don't want to be staring at them because that's a oh, I didn't think about that thing. So I turned kind of turn to my side and I'm kind of talking to them so it's like I'm not seen as a threat oh interesting um, and yeah you want to also not because you may be anxious too and you're, you're trying to be you know kind of be forceful to catch it I mean you, you've got to really curb that because if they're skittish they're not they're not going to let you get close and so you've got to yes. calm yourself so take some deep breaths and just calm and then encourage the animal and then like you said uh you can kind of get down on their level like I'll bend yes. on my knee to my side like I said so that I'm not facing That's interesting. and let them approach um you know, that's dogs right 
it is the soft eyes because you don't want to be seen as a big overbearing threat okay their language you know they, they pick up on all these little cues that as people we're not aware we do that one for dating too i was just gonna say maybe not <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> you don't know one knee and turn sideways and soften your eyes does that work <laughs> next time i go out on a date i'll let you know <laughs> that, i don't know with COVID though that might be a while <laughs> that's funny say the guy would be going what are Doing. Doing. Oh, oh, my yeah. animal humor friends. I think human male language is different than dog <laughs> language. So. I guess it's different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about for cats though? Like what is oh. somebody cats are chipped too, right? Could cats be yeah. chipped? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Because when I rescued mine, they they came chipped. And uh, okay. I was actually I'm actually grateful because um my kitties had feral beginnings. They had a feral mother. And um, so when you have a feral cat, anytime they're scared, that's their first tendency. They revert back to that natural instinct. And so if mine were to get out, they would be so skittish. I don't know that. You know, I'm, 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 would be petrified so i'm glad they're chipped just in case because then yeah. that's my that is my chance of getting reunited with them yes um because they're not going to easily trust people just right. like from their beginnings so some cats uh, uh tuna fish is the best ah you know because like they're smelly then they'll kind of reach and you may have to you know put it out and let them get closer and then grab them. <laughs> different, different, yeah. Snatch them up and give them a bubble. <laughs> and cats are wiggly. They're they wiggly and they're scratchy. And they have claws. So right. You have to have very gentle energy for them to know and trust. And yes. Uh, and then you've got to hold that so that because they're going to be scared, but you've got to hold calm so that they can then attend to your calmness. Otherwise, right, claws and everything else. And they're going to jump out and, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I saw that firsthand, too, because I must have think referrals recently because uh, I had this little seven-week-old feral come up on my porch one night, and I was up in my room really? sleeping, and he just, meow. So I guess he'd gotten separated from his mom somehow. And my heart just went out to so run down there and see him. But of course he runs off because he's feral. So for this kitty, I had uh, a client that had a live squirrel trap and oh. so caught the kitty and then domesticated the kitty. Did you um, use tuna fish as the lure? Did you- <laughs> I can't remember now what it may have been. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, a good tip though. Yeah, it is. Um, and so, um, that was an interesting experience because you know keeping the kitty contained to get used to me and stuff but when I would hold it up to my heart and let the the reiki you know just come through this kitty would turn literally shift from the petrified to just this soft you know domestic cat that you're used to you know that most people are used to you know how a cat's normal well this would shift from that 
overexcited, petrified to just this warm, cuddly ball of fluff. <laughs> just with the, well, the Reiki, the Reiki totally did that. That's amazing. It totally did that. And that, that was when it was really uh, a defining moment of just going, wow, because, you know, I could see the switch in there going, do I trust it? Do I not? But it was just like, it, it just let go. And wow. that's awesome. So um, when I've done Reiki on animals a bunch of times, right? And because sometimes when I go to, to work on the guardians, I work on them too. And, and they totally relax. And the owners will say, oh, they don't, my cat doesn't like people, but she likes you. You know, yeah. they'll come up to you. Yeah. They'll come up and they'll snuggle, right? And then they'll put their whatever part that's hurting and they'll lean up against you. Oh, yeah. And I remember, I, I remember when, when this runaway that I just had, she, she came up and she gives me this certain look like, oh, you, I like the way you're massaging me. That feels good. And then I shot some Reiki and then she gave me this other look and she's like, huh, I don't know what that is, but that feels good. Oh, that's kind of nice. Can you do that more please? And you definitely got that feeling like she was enjoying that. She's like, maybe I'll come back here. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> once, they get, once they decide what it is, determine what it is, they, <laughs> they, they love it and ask for it. Yes, they do. That's so awesome. Well, that's cool. Okay. So the tuna fish, I fed this dog some oatmeal is what I fed her. I fed her some oatmeal that was on the list and water. So yeah, water is the best. Water is the number right. one. She, she, I knew she was thirsty. Yeah, yeah. Animals can live a lot longer with just water, um, but, you know, than food. So water is the yeah. first and foremost. Yeah. I, I want, we, we got our water. My son brought it out. I, we got our food. We played with her. He sacrificed one of his stuffed animals. Um, we play with her. We petted her. We massaged her. And I took her for a walk. We did all that. And, uh, th- there, uh, it was so sweet because on Facebook, a lot of people thanked me for taking care of her, which I thought was really cool. People yeah. I didn't know. They're like, wow, thanks for doing that. I'm like, wow. Thank you. I mean, Hey, you're welcome. But it was nice to see that other people cared about somebody taking care of someone's dog. I thought that was kind of absolutely. There's so much compassion out there for kindred spirits of animal. I felt guardians. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to make a clarification with the tuna fish that you want to not do the oil tuna fish, but the one in water. Oh, good point. I see. I never buy the oil tuna fish. So thanks for saying that. Cause I I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. C- cats are more, I think they're a lot more skittish than dogs are generally. They are. And then some dogs are very skittish yes. uh, as well. However, uh, there's a lot that aren't. Yes. Yeah. But, and, so anytime you are going to engage with a stray animal, you want to keep your safety first. If it's a really fearful one, if it, you know, you don't want to get bitten, you don't want to get scratch even dogs I mean you know so yes if, if you can't approach them you know that's when you call animal control or call somebody that is skilled with it has the equipment have all the you know the, the gloves and the like I said the equipment to deal with it safely so uh you know so just that's the first and foremost keep your safety first and yes. take care of the animal um by letting professionals do that if if it's, if they're really super scared and it's dangerous. Yes. 
Um, the other thing is people may not know there's this thing called cat scratch fever that it's people, real. it's real and you can get it. So if you, you pick up a stray and the stray scratches you and then you get sick, you need to call your doctor and get that addressed. Well, and you can scratch and you can get infected, um, and yeah. get antibiotics and yes. uh, everything else. So yeah, cat scratches are nothing to because their claws go deeper than dogs. Yes. So the dirt goes in deeper and it gets stuck. So like dog scratches are more surface. So that's why cat scratches are, are can be more serious. Good point. See, every time we have a conversation, I always <laughs> learn new things from you. <laughs> so, yeah. Bottom oh line, you gosh. get scratched. Uh, it's kind of like bloodletting, you know, make, let it bleed. One of the yes. Let it clean out and, and disinfect it. Absolutely. Immediately. Well, what I realized is how hard it is to walk a dog when you don't have a leash. True. I, was, I was like, I grabbed a lanyard. You know, those, they're about three quarters of an inch thick, that material, um, a la lanyard neck, whatever you call it, because the lanyard is the actual, I think that's the actual thing. But anyway, I grabbed one of those and then I tied it, but this dog was yanking on me. So here's another thing I want to say for pet owners, because I do massage on a lot of you. Um, don't underestimate your dog yanking on you as a way to mess you up. <laughs> I'm, people go, why are my shoulders and back hurt? And I start asking them, like, what, what did you do? What's been going on? Well, I walk my dog. Well, does your dog yank on you? Did she knock you over? Did she pull on you suddenly? I was sore for two days after trying to just hold the dog because she was jumping so much. Um, so don't underestimate that, like, you could, you could, have something thrown off if you're with a stray and you're holding the stray and then the stray jumps around a lot or just regular dog your regular dog because that can't happen so just something to think about if all of a sudden you start hurting after you've walked your dog there's probably a reason for that so oh yeah it's that's real. my tip that's my tip right you can go get a massage go get a massage if you're hurting after that because something was probably strained a little bit so cool well, no, and if I want to say, if you have a dog like that, that's a great dog I can support. And so that's a good referral for you, right? That's somebody. a great referral because that's, that's one of my specialties, actually, is calming anxious dogs or animals, okay. not just dogs, but uh, animals. And um, I get a lot of anxious dogs uh, to work with. And that's where also then this pet chakra class, you can learn to do some, some of this yourself if you want, or I'm happy to support you with private sessions or both. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. So yeah, so you guys, you can take class from Vicki. You could do private sessions with Vicki. You can also read Vicki's books. That's true. Um, right. Bridging true love connection and healing between you and your animals. This uh, is a great resource and it really helps with behavioral issues. Um, and then I have heart to heart, how you can heal your animal through all stages of life. I and love that. Takes you through all the stages from when you've been thinking about getting in a cat or dog, focus on cats and dogs. Um, 
all the way through to end of life. And then what you do, it's got a whole, it's got a wellness routine in here, things you can do daily. And then just the common things, if there's diarrhea, I mean, you always want to consult your veterinarian, but these are things to do in addition. Um, That's awesome. While you're on the way, while you're waiting to get into the vet appointment, you know, um, so for different commonalities, such as, like I said, diarrhea, digestive issues, mm-hmm. pain, anxiety, anxiety. anxiety. Um, and a lot of people are waiting a long time to get in with a vet, sometimes yeah. many hours. So that's, yeah. that, that book would come in really handy. That's awesome. And then Vicki also does Zoom appointments at a distance. So for some reason, like you need help and you can't get in with your vet yet, give her a call. She can help you out. And then if you're freaking out, you're having your own issues, I can help you with that. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so you you can text me, and or you on my website, and I can help you with that. So, so between the two of us, we have yes. you and your pets covered. Covered. With, <laughs> <laughs> covered with optimum health and healing, and having your best lives together, or your best lives. Yes. And your Absolutely. best lives. Absolutely. So let's tell the the readers, tell the listeners um, how we can get a hold of you again here, Ariel. Okay. So you can reach me at 97, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it is 971, my bad. 319-2618. That's 971-319-2618 or arielhubbard.com, A-R-I-E-L, Hubbard, H-U-B-B-A-R-D.com. And Vicki, how can they reach you if they need some support and from you? So I am at healingyouranimal.com. That's H-E-A-L-I-N-G-Y-O-U-R-A-N-I-M-A-L.com. It has, there it has my email. It has my phone number. And it also has a place where you can sign up and schedule your assessment with me. The compliment, I give a complimentary assessment, um, 15 minutes. We can talk about if. The work I do is a good fit if it will help you and your animal uh, with your issues. Um, and well, we and we tailor it because sometimes we could do an essence. Sometimes you may want to do the book, mm-hmm. or, or we can jump into private sessions or uh, classes. And right, got multiple ways. And the essences there may be uh, essences. Those are available on my website as well and a questionnaire to help you select it if you aren't sure or happy to help you select that too right and don't forget to sign up for vicky's chakra animal class or animal chakra class vicky's been teaching people classes for years she's really a great instructor so i definitely recommend that you go work with her she's fantastic i teach courses in spirituality healing consciousness massage ethics business and energy healing and I teach an empath empowerment class too, to help people who are energy sensitives learn how to manage their energy so that they can stay in a good space, no matter what's going around them, going on around them energetically. So <laughs> between us, we have some things to offer you. Um, we also um, will be back here. We'll be back here next month. We'd love to have you join us again. And any final thoughts, Vicki, before we go and, and leave people um, to experience their month of love? I know. Well, you know what? I will. I want to end with just self-love is so important because the more we have, the more we can give. And so just, you know, place your hands on your chest and just give, you know, just soak into that and just let you 
send some love to yourself. And it's also a very calming point. Um, so it's a loving and calming. So this is a great centering. Um, so I invite you to do this for you. And then put your hand on your, your uh, cat or dog's or even your horse, his chest, and let them have the same feeling. So I that's love my that. love. You know, just from the heart center. I so love, love it. Love for others. That's beautiful. Because love is the universal language. It's true. It <laughs> it's, not tax it's not taxes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and so that, that my kitty Bo taught us that, that he, he was, his natural instincts were just in the wild, always on alert. And with the heart chakra, you could just turn to this big, puddle of furry mush just loving it so that's so beautiful yeah awesome well thank you so much vicky it was great um working with you as usual because you're always awesome and you guys come back join us for more episodes or go to vicky's website and listen to past episodes because they're all on there too that's right all right so, all righty thank you ariel it's been great to be here and thank, thank you uh, everyone that's participating and we'll see you next month. All right. Thanks, everybody. You are invited to receive a free gift. Five important things your vet won't tell you that you need to know. MP3 recording. Simply go to www.healingyouranimal.com. That's www.h-e-a-l-i-n-g-y-o-u-r-a-n-i-m-a-l.com. Scroll down the page and in the free gift section, enter your name, email and that you heard about it from this podcast click the sign up button and voila you will receive it in your email inbox thanks for listening this is vicki draper with animal messages what your animals want you to know podcast and healingyouranimal.com dedicated to your and your animals healing see you next time